Hey guys, welcome back to Basically Minimal. I cannot believe we are halfway through July already. My teacher heart is shattering, but I also absolutely love the beginning of the year, like going back to school. So it isn't so bad when we do have to go back. I just really love my summer. It's actually my twin nephew's eighth birthday today, so shout out to them. Also cannot believe they are eight. Seriously, time just flies. So I started reading this book called What Your Clutter Is Trying To Tell You. It's seriously amazing. 10 out of 10. I'm doing a Patreon, which is just an app with podcasts, but you can hook it up to the extra podcast and just play it on your regular podcast like Apple or Spotify. You pay $5 a month. Well, it depends on the Patreon. Like some people's Patreon is $15, some 10, some $1. Like you can make it whatever, but you pay $5 a month and then you get all the extra podcasts that go along with the cleaning, organizing, or minimal book we are doing. And I'm loving it. For this book, there's eight extra podcasts because there's eight chapters. So for the month, you get eight extra podcasts and they're longer because I just like read and talk and read and talk. So if you love listening to these and want more, that's a thought. The only catch is that it charges you the first of every month, no matter when you sign up. So the not salesperson in me is saying to wait until August 1st. So that way you don't have to like pay twice or you could just sign up now because it's only $5. But like the one Patreon I'm in is $15 and like it, some people will complain that they signed up and then they signed up at the end of the month and then they got charged the next day because it charges you for every month, no matter when you signed up, which kind of stinks. So anyways, you could sign up now and you, you still get everything though. So like if you sign up in August, you'll still get all of the July podcasts. Or if you sign up in October, you get all the July, August, September, October, like you get everything. Like it always stays on there. So anyways, that's a thought, especially if you're trying to purge or clutter. Sometimes it's nice. Like I, I only really listen to one podcast Sometimes I'll get into different ones just depending on the season of life I'm in, but I always listen to my girl Francesca with the law of attraction stuff. I love listening to that, but I can't really find a good like cleaning one or organizing one. Um, I just always feel like the people are like, I hate to be mean, but I always feel like the people are like super strict or like, I just, I can't relate it to my life. I don't know. Maybe you can't relate my to your life but that I just can't find one that is quite fitting but the law of attraction one is and even with the law of attraction I only like the one like I can't find any others that I like maybe I just love Francesca and I've been following her forever so she's just interesting to me or like I listen to the crime podcast but only when I'm on vacation so anyways there's in the book, there's a chapter about areas that are clutter, like hot spots, meaning they're areas that are most likely to get cluttered. I like when things are broken down and the author just kind of does a little blurb of each. is like bolded and then a little paragraph. And it really got me thinking about what area of my house is the most cluttered and how sometimes it changes and whatnot. So I'm going to go through the different areas and just talk about tips or advice I have for each one. I would say that... The most cluttered for me, it just depends. Like sometimes my bathroom drawer gets cluttered, especially if I'm like in a week or two of rushing and then I feel like I have to stop and, you know, reorganize it. My car can get like 
kind of cluttery, but I've been getting better about that because I don't like when my car is cluttered, so I try to just bring stuff in every time I come home, even if I don't feel like it, I just do. Mm, I don't know, maybe my, like, office, like, we have two spare bedrooms, and one is kind of like my office, so maybe there. Um, also, I would, you know, I'd say this one area on my house, there's a bench that goes down, it's, like, right in front of the basement. And anytime I need to put something in the basement, I put it on that bench instead of just taking it down the basement. But our basement is, like, under construction, so I really don't want to, like, take anything down there. And now that I'm thinking about it, we're going to be getting drywall, and I kind of want to take everything upstairs and organize it and then bring it back down. But who knows? All right, let's get into it. So areas. Here are the hot spots. Closets, counters, tabletops, desk, office, car, garage, attic, body, relationships, and a worrying mind. So the last three are considered emotional clutter, but a lot of times emotional clutter creates physical clutter in your life. So those three hot spots are important. Let's talk closets. Closets can get so bad because there is a door. I always say if there's a door or a curtain, it's a red flag because anything behind it is fair game since you can't see it. When I had curtains, like over my shelf area in my classroom I have this long a lot of us in our classrooms in my school we have this long shelving area that's attached to the wall it has like three shelves in each and then there's four of them they're all connected so it's great for storage and stuff but they're either wide open or people put curtains on them and I had curtains over my shelves and it would just I would throw things in there, they'd get shoved in there, I would forget what I had in there. So I ended up getting rid of them and made a super organized system of bins and drawers. My friends at school have curtains and I always tell them to get rid of them because it's so easy when you're running around and trying to entertain 20 little children to just shove something behind there and keep chugging along. But in the long run, it's not good. And like a lot of times we'll laugh because we'll move their curtain and there's just like crap everywhere there's like papers and just stuff falling out and like I never judge anyone like I was like that at one point I just know how good it feels to not have that so I try to encourage people to also not have have that but this can happen at home too especially if you're trying to entertain like having a party holiday and there's toys everywhere or like your kids are you know like eight nine whatever where you can be like clean your room and they just shove everything in the closet and you think like oh I'll hide the stuff in the closet and organize it later but then your kids just start living out the closet and it's a big mess my motto is put it away not down it takes a little longer but in the long run it is good for your emotional clutter and also helps to create less physical clutter so think about what is in your closets clothes you haven't worn Things you're holding on to because you might use it one day in 10 years. Something that was passed on to you but you'll never put on. Books. I don't know. Like we're saying toys. Just like stuff that does not belong in there. Try to reevaluate your closets. If there's stuff that doesn't belong or you need bins, start by putting things away. Heading to the dollar store or I know Home Depot sells those shoe boxes with. They're called shoe box bins with lids or shoe box containers or something they're just like containers with lids they're clear and have a white top so get some of those get your closet moving counters and tabletops this is my biggest pet peeve I feel like I've talked about this a gazillion times like legit my biggest pet peeve when Nick wasn't living with me yet 
I didn't care that his keys and whatever he needed for the following day were on the counter because he was a guest. Where else would he put them? Not to mention, when you have people over, you take their coat or purse or shoes, you know it will be gone eventually. But when the clutter never leaves, it is so different. Nick would have a pile of mail, gum, coins, pens, nails, sharpies, and ugh, they just wanted to die. So I bought a basket and said, this is your basket for the countertop items. And it worked, but it was always overflowing. So then I put like a mason jar in there for the pens and a little like jewelry type holder thing. It's, it's from Target. It's a plate. It's not a plate. It's what you could put like barbecue sauce in. It's small, but it like has the lips around it or whatever. Like, I cannot think what it is called. It's just like a little tiny dish, basically. Um, so I put that in there and it did keep it tidy, but the shape of the basket just like, wasn't good. It was just like too wide open. So he would just throw stuff in there. He'd like miss the mason jar. He missed the little dish. And then the back part had broke. So on my journey to find something else, I found a slated box and it had three areas it's worked perfectly he actually does keep it organized now I think like having the slates in there is easier because it's like the one area he keeps his keys and he keeps like there's the mason jar with the pens and stuff and then the next area he has like his meal in it and then there's the little dish and then there's a cup with like coins that he just throws in there and then the last area is like mail and um, like gift cards or lottery tickets or like whatever, like papery stuff. So he does keep it like pretty nice, which is great for me. And it doesn't bother me because that's its home. Like if something has a home in our house, I'm fine with it. So are you cluttering your counters or tabletop? Does your family throw everything on it when they get home? If so, try to figure out a system like I did with my bin. You may need to make an area in your home for book bags or purses. I wasn't always like this. We had a little tiny table in our condo like when I was back in college that would always get overtaken by my crap. Like I don't think anyone else put their crap on it, but I definitely did. So I get it, but let me tell you, the other side feels so much better and so just so much less overwhelming desks and offices I feel like this one just hits my soul it is so hard for me to work or function when my main area is a mess in my classroom I have a little corner with my desk and teacher stuff for lesson planning I'm just like a shelf and I it's day by day <laughs> and I have like a bin that like papers that need to go home or graded or whatever are in and the kids call it my office I found that when that area is clean and organized, I can get so much done and I'm so motivated. When it's not, I feel like a slug. Do you guys feel like that? Do you feel so refreshed when you clean your desk area? I do, but I love cleaning and organizing. However, try it because it really feels good. Car. I feel like we've talked about this before. I will literally have a semi-panic attack if my car is messy and I have a bunch of crap in it. And... It's just literally like stuff on my front seat, but to the point where I've been so overwhelmed and crabby and could cry, I have cried before over it. Like sometimes I'll just text Nick and be like, he was like, what is going on? And I'm like, my car is just so messy. And a lot of times it happens when I'm rushing. Like I have meetings and I have this and I have dance and I'm going from here and there and whatever. And that's when I feel so overwhelmed by it. But it is so much nicer 
to just hop in your car when it's clean or just doesn't have stuff in it and so I've been so much better like I'm better about putting things away because I know how I feel when it gets overwhelmed and I just deep cleaned it on Thursday and it felt so good except I had my nephews the next day and of course they trashed it because the one was eating this messy ice cream treat and my fault because I let him but I did buy them a car garbage can and they've been using that so it's been a lot better and less wrappers. At first I got it and then they like didn't even use it. Well because they would just throw their wrappers on the ground like I couldn't even believe it. Like I just go back there and there's like all these wrappers, all this stuff, all this junk. I'm like what the heck. So I ordered a car garbage can because I'm like okay well I guess where else do they have to put it. So then the next time I go back there and there's still wrappers on the ground. I'm like this past time I said guys I bought you a garbage can for the car. This is your, you know, test. I forget what I said. I think I just said this is, like, your last chance. I said, when we leave, or when you leave, if I go back there and there's still wrappers, like, all over the place and you didn't use the garbage can, then you're not going to be able to eat back there, have ice cream, drinks, toys, because even when they open toys, there's, like, the wrapper on the ground. And I said... I will help you when we get to our destination. I will say, okay, let's check for wrappers. I said, because maybe you forgot, but you need to be responsible and put them in there. And they were like telling my mom, they're like, yeah, so if we leave a wrapper, then we can't have anything back there. We can't toys. So like just setting that firm boundary and it's not going to be perfect, but I've just tried to find ways to help. So getting a car garbage can, like if you're bad about garbage too, you could put it's like it wraps around the seat so you can put it I have it behind my passenger seat and I can reach it from my seat but like it's easier for them if it's in the back but you could turn it and put it in the front seat so anyways I got it on Amazon I love it and it's the best I could put wipes on one side napkins in it tissues it's just awesome okay the garage I recently talked about the garage we don't have kids, so we have not ventured into that headache, but why are garages always super messy or extremely clean? I feel like there's just no in-between. Growing up, some of my neighbors had the cleanest garages, and then some of us had overwhelming crap all over the place. It's just such a mystery. <laughs> if you live somewhere that's warm all the time, I feel like it would be easier to keep it clean, but when it's so cold, it's hard because of the snow, and no one wants to go clean out in the garage when it's negative degrees, or at least I don't, because it's like so cold. And I feel like in the summer, it definitely is easier, and like you could sweep it out. So, I don't know. Maybe I just need to move somewhere warmer. Okay, attic or storage space. Growing up, these areas were probably the worst for my mom. They have bins and are semi-organized. There's too much stuff. She keeps way too much stuff and shoves it in there. Again, usually these areas have a door and people aren't going in them. So it's easy to th like throw in clothes. Just throw it in and close the door for another day. But we know that isn't the best. Especially when the day comes that you're looking for something specific quickly and then nothing's organized or easy to get to and you can't find it. Oh gosh, that's so stressful. The next thing goes into emotional clutter, which I talk about on the Patreon, on that like book club thing that I'm doing. So I'm not going to go into great detail here, but basically relationships that make you stressed or being anxious, those types of things can cause physical clutter. Worrying about things over and over, physical clutter can show up in your life. And a lot of times physical clutter can make you emotional clutter so if you got a lot of physical clutter it's overwhelming to your brain so then you're going to be showing like signs of emotional clutter so kind of just goes hand in hand 
I decided to look up the definition of clutter. It says a collection of things lying about in an untidy mess. Yep, that's about right. I want to start adding in a facts section to the podcast. Maybe not every week. I guess it just depends on the subject area, but I did for today. I looked at the most cluttered area in the home and the first thing that popped up was the kitchen. It claims it's the hub spot for the family and has the highest traffic. I feel like that's true. When we were talking about counters and tabletops and walking in, sending stuff down, not to mention that is where you eat and everyone eats. Bathrooms are probably high traffic too, but you don't have as many things in a bathroom. And when you like come in the door, you're not dropping yourself down in the bathroom. You're dropping yourself down in the kitchen. I also feel like when I've gone to friends' house or go to people's houses, like I don't ever judge, like I could literally care less, but sometimes people's like tables have stuff all over them or their counters have stuff all over them. So I feel like that is probably true. I also asked my Instagram followers. My main Instagram is the beach classroom. If you're interested in following along to a bunch of random stuff. So here were some responses from my followers. Cause I put a little question box up and then people just dropped in answers. Garage, closet, craft room, office, kitchen counters, all of it. Basement, spare bedroom, drawers, attic, loft, toy room, cabinets, dining room table, storage space, pantry, bedroom floor, bedroom office, or bedroom and office. Uh, bedroom floor, that is, I feel like that used to be me. I would just like take clothes off and throw them on the ground and whatever. Like I literally was not always like this. So some of these things give me flashbacks. <laughs> Basically, we got all the responses that we talked about above except for the car, but I think people were thinking, more about inside their house so nobody put that the most repeats were kitchen counters slash table like a lot of people put dining room table closets and spare bedroom or guest room which makes sense because nobody's going in there and then you just kind of like start making that space that's why you don't need more room in your house you know how like we talk about the vacuum effect where people like have another kid so they think they need to move because they need more space and then they get a bigger house and they still don't have more space because you just fill it anyways. So sometimes it's just easier to have limited space, like be more minimal. We have two spare bedrooms, but the one spare bedroom, I don't put anything in there. It has, it's like super clean. The closet has some bridesmaid dresses and like Nick's like suits and stuff just because we have an extra closet. We could put it in our closet, but I just like it over there and it has toys for the kids but it's all organized in like bins and stuff like that and that's it like there's I could see how it could get overwhelming because my office sometimes when I need to put stuff away I'll like put it on a desk in there and then I'm like oh I gotta clean this I also asked my Instagram what areas hold on sorry it switched what areas of your home don't you use because you find it a hassle or it's just not set up effectively and I feel like that goes hand in hand like if you have an area that's super cluttered or just it's not set up right you're not going to use it as much so here were some of the answers laundry room front porch kitchen bonus room upstairs which is probably like a loft kitchen pantry kids playroom Spare bedrooms, office, cabinets, entryway, whole house. <laughs> Some people put whole house everywhere. Bedroom closets, uh, patios, storage spaces. So 
I feel like all those areas can be cluttered. Like they're the same areas that we just heard. And I feel like in the kitchen is the most important to have effective. Like we, I have moved my mugs around so many times. I just, I feel like when I started this podcast, I had moved them over. I did a podcast about making areas more effective, I think. And where my coffee stuff is, I have it, I had the mugs across the kitchen. So I moved them and that worked really well. Well, I had a ton of mugs and Nick's coffee thing, again, his coffee stuff was across the kitchen and it was in the pantry and he wasn't putting it away into the bin, which drives me absolutely crazy. Like just put it in the bin. That's why I have bins in the pantry. No, he puts everything next to the bins. (laughs) But I decided, I'm like, I need to move his coffee stuff closer. So I asked him, I said, would you like it if I moved some mugs and put your coffee stuff over here? And he said, yeah, that'd actually be really nice. So I got rid of a bunch of mugs, which was hard for me because I do love mugs. Um, and I just kept the ones that I, I use the same mugs every single time. Like there's four or five mugs, probably like four that I use every single time. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll keep kept like eight or so and then the next shelf up because he can reach that I put his coffee and his coffee liner it's right there so he he has commented that it's made it so much easier and he likes it better like that which is nice because it's like you know it's nice for everybody to have effective things and he has said that when he moved in here I had everything set up the way I wanted it and that way that it like worked best for me which is true. I feel like even when we move into a different house, I will still set everything up and (laughs) it will still all be how I want it, but I get what he's saying. So it was just nice that I was able to make a space like that for him. So think about spaces that are cluttered or not effective and what you're not using and you'd use more. And I think that you will find a little bit more joy in your life if you do that. So I feel like spare bedrooms or like rooms that you don't use could totally get overcrowded very easily. So what area in your house is the worst? Try to see if you can make it a goal to purge this week or organize it or just tidy it up. You'll feel so much better. If it's a big area like the basement, try to tackle it in smaller sections. Sometimes if it's too big of an area, it can become overwhelming. This book is all about that. I love this book, seriously, so much. I even, I just saw it at the store I went to a bookstore and well, we went to a bookstore in the mall and they didn't have a home and cleaning section because they said that it wasn't popular. Sorry. And I was thinking, how is that not popular? And then I went to a different bookstore and they did. So I saw this book that the cover was so cute. I know they say don't judge a book by its cover, but I, it talked about clutter and whatever. So I kind of like just opened up and I thought, oh, this is a good one. So I got that and then where was I going with this? <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, in the book. I st- Oh, I started reading it just like from the go as I was doing the Patreon. And I really love it. Like I'm not even making it up. I really actually love it. And it's hard for me to read books like that, like nonfiction that are just kind of how-to books or fact books. So anyways, it is a 10 out of 10. It's called What Your Clutter Is Trying to Tell You if you want a book like that. If you like this podcast, share it with a friend. That is one way for it to grow and hopefully inspire other people to make small changes in their life. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.